Hey, 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 and welcome back to Coffee Stains EDU Podcast. This is your host, Geneva Rodriguez, and I am coming to you today with episode 37. It's been a minute, but I'm back, baby. <laughs> Last episode was episode 36, and that was released in January, and we are now in March. I'm coming to you today with episode 37, which is going to be interview tips and advice for teachers and aspiring school leaders. But before I get into that, if you know, you know, I start off with just laying out all my contact information and all that good stuff. So and how you can um, get connected with Coffee Stains podcast. So our website is coffeestains.org. Again, that's coffeestains.org. Our Instagram is coffeestains underscore edu, coffeestains underscore edu. I suggest you follow that. That way you keep up to date with all our episodes. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. And I also post the audio on on the website, coffeestains.org. Oh, I feel out of it. I haven't been on in a minute. Um, but you guys know this is me and I don't edit anything. Uh, so you're going to hear it exactly how I record it. And I take pride in that because I feel that I've listened to a lot of podcasts and yes while they're very informative I sometimes feel a little bit disconnected from the speaker and um, I I want to f- I want my audience to feel connected to me and really connect with what I am trying to I'm um, the message I'm trying to deliver and um, hopefully with that connection you will be more willing and open to embrace my tips and advice so again, this is Coffee Stained EDU Podcast. My name is Geneva Rodriguez. I am coming to you with episode 37. I attempt <laughs> to keep all episodes 30, sorry, 25 minutes or less because I know we're all busy. We have a lot of, thing, a lot of things going on. And I end every episode with a challenge that I ask my, my listeners to um, take on. So I know we are in March. Um, open market is going to be opening up soon. That's in the DOE where teachers can transfer from one school to the next, interview for other positions without having to get the permission of their principal. Also, um, hiring season is, every season is hiring season is what I say with um, leaders, school leaders that are looking um, and teachers as well. You should always be networking and connecting and attempting to put yourself out there if you know that you are looking for a new position and you want a change there's no month that is the perfect month to be to look for jobs um, to start interviewing that's why I say every season is hiring season and before I dive in, um, I'm going to say that this is just my my own tips and advice. I did not consult with anyone, um, as I usually do. I just speak off of my own experience. So I'm going to be sharing with you today my own experience from both ends, right? So now I am an administrator, assistant principal, and I have been in the I have been part of the process of hiring and interviewing people. Um, so I can give suggestions and f- I can give feedback. I mean, not feedback, my bad. Tips and advice from that perspective. 
but also I was in the classroom not that long ago and I was on the other end where I had to interview to be a teacher and also I had to interview for leadership positions so I have experience on both ends so I hope so I hope that um, my tips and advice is helpful for you and you can take it into your own um, your own journey take it in to your own journey of um, your own journey in the interview process and seeking a position that fits you fits your needs and wants okay and I apologize in advance if you hear any outside noise I actually have my balcony door open because it's a beautiful day today it's actually 61 degrees right now the sun is just shining it's a perfect way um, to it's a perfect day and it's a perfect Sunday so after I record this and release it I'm gonna try to go out and get some vitamin D so let's jump right into it so a lot of the tips and advice I'm going to give you kind of um, for teachers are, are going to be the same for admin. So I will start off with the similarities and then I'll end, end with the differences. So for teachers, admin, for anyone that's interviewing, come on time. I'm going to jump right in there and keep it 100 with you. Come on time. And if your interview's at nine o'clock and you get there at nine o'clock, you are late. Again, if your interview's at nine o'clock and you get there at nine o'clock, you are late. I always suggest to arrive 15 to 20 minutes before your interview time. 15 to 20 minutes before your interview time. Again, this is just my suggestion from both ends of being someone that's being interviewed and also being an interviewer. We want you, we want, to set a good example, we want to show that we are responsible, we are reliable. You also want to give yourself enough time for travel, for parking, and for any situations that might arise within your transportation time on your way to the interview. Um, you know, we we live, well, me, I live in the city. Um, some people take the train, some people take the bus, some people drive, some people walk, right? Whatever your situation is, however you are commuting, you need to keep in mind that things happen. If you are living in New York City, you know our wonderful MTA system is not the most reliable. So you have to allow yourself time just in case something happens. It's the worst when you are heading into an interview and you want to mentally and emotionally prepare and then you're stuck on a train because there's something on the track or there's some suspicious behavior so the police are, are are coming down to inspect the train or to pull someone off the train you never know it happens trust me so we want to be prepared so come on time that also shows the person that you're interviewing with that you are responsible and that you are reliable that is very important come on time come on time my next tip would be bring your resume. I know that we send out resumes. That's why the person decided to interview us. So they have a copy of it, but always come with copies of your resume. I would say come with at least three to five copies because usually you are in front of an interview panel and it's always nice for them to have a copy of your resume. Even if they don't ask for it, offer it. Um, they might have it already. Um, I know I, when I've been part of interviews 
we are all given a copy of the of the resume beforehand the cover letter if one is provided and any other additional material that might be sent that might be sent from the person that's being interviewed but always be prepared don't assume that they're going to have copies ready don't assume that they you know that they they did review it right so you want to show that you're responsible that you're ready for this interview so i would suggest both for teachers and both for admin bring copies of your resume like i said three to four copies um as i said you have any related documents if you have any artifacts if you have a portfolio bring that with you if you have a digital portfolio make sure that you put a qr code that links to your resume i mean to your to your portfolio on your resume that way the interview panel can you know if they have a device with them you bring you know you you can allow them access to that portfolio because they have the qr code and they can just check it out right there at the interview if they choose um, maybe bring a device with you you know a lot sometimes if they're interviewing they might be interviewing multiple people um, so but bring a device with you possibly that way if they do want to see your portfolio um, that's also an option that you can pull it up on a, on a device that they can see it I just say I rather be overly prepared than underprepared. I'm a Virgo, so I'm super organized and I'm always overprepared because I have anxiety that I'm not going to have enough or that I'm not going to have the, what I need. So I overprepare and I suggest, you know, for me, I feel that it is a good quality um, to a certain extent because you want to always prepare for the worst and you always want to be prepared. And that shows that you are a responsible and reliable person, which I think any um, employee, and not sorry, employer would appreciate. So bring that with you. And again, like I said, they don't ask for it. You have it available for you. Um, and it's always nice to be prepared and have it just in case, especially if you, if you start talking about something that you've done in your line of work that aligns to what they want or need or what they're looking for, and you have something to back that up, beautiful like you're you're pushing yourself to the top of the list with that okay next one come dressed professionally oh my goodness i remember being part of an interview where someone came in like leggings no 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 even if you're interviewing for a physical education position or you're interviewing for a yoga teacher position um please dress professionally the first impression is everything, you know? The first impression is everything. You don't want that to be a deal breaker because you didn't come dressed professionally. And I'm not saying wear a suit and tie, you know, a sports jacket, a button-down shirt, um, you know, maybe a nice polo with a pair of slacks, you know, a woman possibly wearing um, slacks with a, a button-down shirt or a nice blouse. Um, you know, so women like to wear skirts. I would say wear like a, a knee-length skirt or low or longer. A pencil skirt is nice, nice and clean. Tuck in your shirt, you know. I, you know, not necessarily wearing heels, but maybe a nice pair of flat shoes. Not, you know, try to avoid wearing excessive makeup. You're working in a school. Um, you're not trying to get a position as, as, a um, what you call this, a makeup artist or something in Macy's, right? Um, I don't know. Like, I just thinking of ways you could present yourself and, and look presentable and professional. Um, 
Again, if that's how you wear your makeup. I don't want nobody coming at me. Again, this is my own tips and advice. <laughs> don't come for me just because you might be someone that wears a lot of makeup. That's just my suggestion. And that's it. Okay. Um, next part. Answer the questions being asked. I'm going to say that again. Answer the questions being asked. I've been part of interviews where I think nerves kick in and people start going off on tangents. They get sidetracked. They start talking about something totally different and they steer away from the question. Okay. What I would suggest if you have a lot you want to share afterwards, they're going to give you the opportunity to ask questions or share anything extra. That would be your opportunity to share those things. Maybe keep down, keep some notes. Maybe having them repeat the question to you if you're not sure what the question was. Sometimes when I repeat the question back to them, it helps me stay focused on what the question is. And remember, time is everything. You want to keep your audience captivated and engaged with what you're saying. And when you tend to get long-winded, you lose them. You lose them. So focus on the question answer that question and i would say within a minute you should have that question answered 2 minutes max you know that's that's even a long time that's pushing it but answer the question that's being asked maybe provide an example ask would you like an example because sometimes the questions would be um, give me an example when right give me an example when you dealt, you had a, a challenging student or you had a challenging teacher how did you address the issue right Boom. If they're asking that question, go straight to the example because that's, that's, what, it's, that's what they're asking you. Share a, a time when you had a challenging student. How did you address it? Boom. You want to think of a moment where you dealt with a challenging student. The behaviors, whether it was behavior-wise, academic-wise, whatever, right? Um, and also, if you're not clear with what the question's asking, ask them. You know, I had a challenging student. Okay, so it was behavior-wise. Okay, boom. Um, I remember this time when I had a student. And then go into your example. If you don't, if you can't remember an example at that moment because you are so nervous, create a scenario using the skills and strategies that you will use in that situation, right? Put yourself in that situation at the moment. They're asking, um, share with me a time if you, this is an admin position, um, uh, interview, and they say, share with me a time when you had a t teacher that gave pushback or gave resistance to a change that you were trying to implement, right? You might have not necessarily dealt with a specific situation like that, or they might ask you hypothetically because if you are looking for an admin position, you never had one before, right? They might ask you that. How would you deal with this situation? So obviously now you're going to have to use your, your knowledge of um, dealing with teachers with push. I mean, yeah, dealing with teachers with pushback, um, maybe based on something that you learned in your leadership classes, um, maybe based on what you have experienced as a teacher or have seen um, play out with teachers that have gave resistance to admin, um, putting on your leadership hat at that moment and thinking, if I was a leader at this moment, how would I deal with that situation, right? And giving examples, 
giving examples. If you have an example, if you are a teacher, you had an example, um, an experience with a student that was um, giving you a hard time, right? It was behavior-wise. We want to hear how you, how you resolve that issue, how you de-escalated that situation. How were you able to get to teach the student back on task and focused on academics? How were you mindful and catered to that child's social and emotional well-being at the moment? So give examples, stay focused on the question and ask, answer the question as being asked. Okay, that's very important. I've been part of situations where I'm like, what? You didn't even answer the question. And then we start, like, we just lose focus on what the person is saying. So what I said, answer, what I just said was answer the questions, being asked, and provide an example or two. If you have one, that would be great. Because you want that interviewer to get a vision of who you are as a teacher who you are as admin or how, how, how you would add or contribute to the school and deal with situations. And if you do align to, you know, the school and how they handle situations. My next tip would be have two or three questions ready to ask the interview panel. Have two or three questions ready to ask the interview panel. If they answered your questions within the within the interview, then great. Then you can mention that. Well, actually, I did have a few questions um, ready, and one of my questions was boom. But you have already answered that question, so thank you so much for that for being so thorough in your interview process. Boom, right? So you could acknowledge that. Never just say that nah, I don't have any questions. Or no, I'm good at the moment. Try to have at least two to three questions ready for the interview panel. And what can help you in creating these interview questions is doing your research, people. I'm going to say that again. Doing your research. You're going to have to do homework and put an effort into learning the school and learning the community as best to your ability. And, you know, while the Internet can be a great resource, it also can be a not so great resource. Right. Um. You know, I've had, I've been part of interviews where people came in and started talking about school, the school and programs that we had years ago. But because they read it somewhere online, they assumed that it was still the way the school was and, and what we had to offer. Um, and that's, you know, it's really not a good look either because it seems like, okay, you did your research, but you didn't really, really, really do your homework. Because if you did, then you would realize that we don't have those programs anymore. We don't do these things anymore. So really doing your homework. Um, social media is a great, um, a great resource as well. You can get an idea of what the school offers and um, their culture based on things that they post. Um, you can look at the district websites. A lot, um, that can be very helpful as well. Um, there, you know, there are some websites where parents make comments on it, which could be a good and bad thing, right? All based on their experience. So be very mindful of the of the resources you use to learn about your school. Um, if they're interviewing for schools, and you know, like they might not possibly have a, a you know, like an actual like position available at the time, or they haven't set you up for an interview just yet, you know, try, maybe trying to like even go a, a step further and really visiting the school, maybe um, 
going around the school community, like just get, you know, go to a coffee shop in the neighborhood, walk around, you know, kind of get a feel for what the school, um, the school culture is based on the community and things that are happening during arrival, dismissal, at lunchtime. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say be a creep or whatever and like stalk the school, but you want to <laughs> you want to do your homework and you want to be prepared again, because this is going to be your school. This is going to be your home. This is going to be where you're going to work at. And I feel that a lot of people just interview to interview people, send their resumes, just send their resumes. And then they end up in miserable positions because the school doesn't align there. The school vision doesn't really align to their vision and that is very important and I feel that I've, I've had so many conversations with teachers with admin who are in miserable um, situations that they're not happy with their jobs and I just feel for them because for me it's so important to be able to wake up and enjoy my job uh, wake up and look forward to going to my job and really genuinely love what I do and, and, and enjoy being in the space that I work in and I've had many conversations with admin um, and teachers from everywhere ac across the globe um, and across the city where they are just miserable they're not happy and and it reflect it shows it's reflected in their actions it's reflected in their mood it's reflected in their energy it's reflected how they deliver um instruction in the classroom and how they lead their schools okay so those things are very important i feel like people just interview and they send resumes and they don't really know what the school has to offer and if they are and if their vision aligns with the school's vision and you know that is very important and you have to do your homework this is going to be your home when you when you look for job when you i mean sorry when you look for a house or you look for apartments to rent you're looking at so many different factors right you're looking at the neighborhood you're going to look at the rent you're going to look at the amenities if 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 they have right you're going to look at the surrounding neighborhoods you're going to look at what it has to offer you know you you're doing your homework you're doing your research you're taking your time you're just not going to the first available position you're not going to the first available house that's for sale or apartment that's for rent right you're going to go look at it. You're going to go research it. You're going to make sure that this is somewhere that you can plant seeds. This is somewhere where you can build a foundation, correct? So why not have that same energy for when you are looking for jobs? This is where you're going to work. This is where you're going to receive your livelihood. This is where you're going to be a majority of your time. It should be a place that you really enjoy and that you learn to, that you grow to love and that's only going to happen if you do your research and your homework. So do your research, do your homework. And if you have any questions, if there's any gaps, if you have any doubts, your intuition is, is so real and you need to follow that. Um, and that, that research will help you um, with questions and preparing for the, for the interview. The last tip I want to give you before I wrap this up is to be yourself. Be yourself. You don't want to present yourself as someone you're not because it's eventually going to come out when you are working. Um, you also don't want to pretend that your vision aligns with the school's vision because and then that's going to come out soon because trust me, it, it, it comes out. You can present and, and show your representative during the interview, um, but eventually down the line, Sooner than later, it's going to come out. It's going to come out in, in how you collaborate with teachers. It's going to come out on um, your professionalism. It's going to come out 
um, when administration goes into the in your classroom or if on the other end is going to come out when you're meeting with your administration team when you really are you know like your actions are not really matching your words when you interviewed um, and how you presented yourself it's going to come out one way or another so that for me is the biggest thing genuinely being yourself you don't want to pretend to be someone you're not because that's going to that's going to affect you eventually down like because if you get a job and you, you you present yourself to be someone you're not and then when it's ready for you to have to deliver that and you can't deliver that because you're that's not who you are that sucks that sucks for you and that sucks for the person that hired you because now trust is gone the trust is gone and you're who you are, your personality, your characters, your morals, your values should shine through in your interviews and you should let people see you for who you are. If you're a goofball, let it show. If if you're not, if you're just straightforward, very professional and strict and you and you just focus on your job, you don't want to make friends, let that be shown, right? If you are a person that loves to collaborate, you have so many you have so many ideas and you you bubbly, you know, whatever. Like, let that shine through in your interview. Just be authentically yourself. Of course, present yourself in a professional. We all know that that we have to be presentable. We have to be professional, and we have to conduct ourselves in a in a in a an appropriate way, right, for interviews. But you, your personality should still be um, visible. It should be evident across the whole interview. And if you're just being yourself, it's gonna show. You don't have to force anything. All right, so I'm going to wrap it up there. I'm already at 25 minutes. That was episode 37, interview tips and advice for teachers and aspiring school leaders. And I hope that this was um, informative for you. I hope that it was very helpful for you. I hope that you're able to take at least one piece of advice that I gave you and take it on to your, your next interview or, or add it to your um, interview process or, or job search. Um, that is going on for you. What I, my challenge for you this episode would be to be very intentional with your job search, to be very intentional with your job search. Like I said, um, I wrapped it up with being yourself, but also doing your homework because this is going to be your second home and you want to land a job in a place that fits your needs and wants and you also fit that school's needs and wants. So my tip for episode 37 is to be very intentional with your job search. So it's a wrap for episode 37. This is your host, Geneva Rodriguez. Thank you for joining us. You can connect with us on Instagram, coffeestains underscore edu, coffeestains underscore edu. Our website is coffeestains.org, coffeestains.org. You can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and I upload those. Um, I upload the episodes as well to the website. So again, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And it's a wrap. <laughs>